What's up, YouTube? Uh, we officially on Spotify now. So, what's up, Spotify? Uh, we should be on Apple Podcasts before this come out. So, Apple Podcasts, what's up with you? And any other random shit we on, we on now. Uh, today, we're going to run some house notes, and then I got a very special guest. So, first off, James is officially off the channel. You can you can weep, you can cry, you can do whatever you want. He off the channel. Don't DM me talking about shit. DM that nigga if you got questions. Uh, so, my guest today is... Mr. Chris Robinson. Now, Chris, he's a part of Sovereign Sounds. You, you should have watched the law interview. If you didn't, go back and watch that right now. Then come back to this. <clears throat> he's a member. He is the, what's your position on politicking? Uh, multimedia director. He is a multi, I don't even know what that shit means. You know, that's fancy. Multimedia that's director. A, I didn't really have a title for real until they gave me that. So, so there you go. You multimedia director. And the thing that we are going to spend the bulk of the time here talking today is he is making a documentary about Gary, Indiana called Looted, which comes out on. So right, we're going to break down into that. Um, we're going to have a premiere. First okay. Before we actually release. Am I invited to the premiere? For sure, yeah. All right, I'm calling you out on camera. Y'all heard that, right? He said, I'm invited to the premiere. It's you talking to the mic. You got to. You're going to have to come to Gary, for sure, you feel me? Oh, That's shit, nigga, you got to come from Atlanta to Gary, so what, is you flying there? Yeah, for sure. All right, then, what? I'll catch the same flight as you, nigga. All right, but nah, shit, you heard it here first, though. If you want to see Looted first, um, you feel me? It will be shown in Gary first before anybody else gets a chance to actually see it, but. Okay, so, so we're going to break down his history, uh, how I met him, and then we're going we're gonna to finish up with Looted. So, I actually met you as a DJ. So, talk about how... How you grew up and how you started college as as uh, DJ C Rob or Crab as I called it when I first read your Instagram name. So so I mean it's it's C Rob or Crab whatever you're more comfortable with. That's what I always tell niggas. Um, I started DJing uh, like eighth grade, ninth grade, really just at, like really my sister had a party. Um, she was pretty popular in high school. So you feel me? All the like cool people was there and shit. So once I DJ her party, it was like hey. DJ my party, DJ this party, and then that was like my way with the upperclassmen, and you feel me? Yeah. I got cool with the football team. I started playing football. You know what I'm saying? This so, nigga was finessing. That's yeah, what life, was. life progresses and life finesses type shit. Um, so you feel me? After that, uh, well, not even after that, I just kept progressing as a DJ. I remember in high school, I got cool with DJ Mike P. Um, if you're from like Chicago area, really he worldwide no, but you feel me? A lot of niggas know DJ Mike P. He was like that guy in high school. DJ Mike P. Come on, come on the show. For sure. Yeah, come on here. Um, Got cool with him. He locked me in with a bunch of tips. Uh, he used to, you know, had me around, little stuff like that. And actually, my freshman year, he went on tour with Taylor Bennett. Him and another guy, Amari, had worked it out for me to go on a tour with them when they came to Atlanta. So I opened up a show for Taylor, got the DJ with Mike. That was real cool. You feel me? And I had a lot of cool experiences like that with DJing. Um, DJ, you know, in Miami a couple times. Uh, you know, in Miami, up. yeah, I remember we did V Live. That's one of my oh, favorite, nigga. favorite, favorite shits ever. Oh, I ain't know this nigga was my like nigga, that, my nigga Will, bro. That's what, and that's the thing. Like, I hate this. I was doing all this before I was twenty one. So it's like, cool, even man. when I turned twenty one, it wasn't the same. You know, I mean, nigga, you if you DJ in V Live at what nineteen, twenty? What was we Will nineteen? Yeah. You was at nineteen in V Live. Shout out to Kid Cam. They was there too. Yeah, it really brothers. wasn't supposed to be there, man. Kid was, Cam, come on the show too. I DM'd you, but you ain't answered. Oh shit, hey, we at niggas. When we drop this, I'm tagging all of them in the in the, in the link. Y'all gotta uh, 
Get on my dog show couch conversations. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, but so yeah, nineteen at V Live. What was that like? Nigga, you said that was your favorite show. Look, all right, yeah, I'm finna tell you. One of my favorite shows because that was damn near the most bread I ever got. The quickest for sure. All right, so so are we? Are we? Are you at liberty to say how much they threw your ass? I think we got like five hundred that night, and then the pro- this the, this the crazy part. You know we live in Atlanta, bro. Yeah. Promoter like I'm gonna send y'all the back end. I'm like nah, nigga, I need my shit before we go. Bro, we wake up. Only time I ever woke up to, I ain't gonna say only time, but like you, feel, you I ever woke ask. up to the money actually yeah. coming. You feel me? So whatever the number I said, he matched that on the back end. Okay, you feel for me? sure. So and I'm like, damn. And keep in mind, I did a 30 minute set because I did. I don't, I don't know what it was, but I remember I did 30 minutes. Um, it was a DJ from TSU. It was a, it was like a HBCU spring break type of joint. Yeah, we had a TSU sure. DJ, DJ finesse, and then my homie uh, Kid Cam, and um. And I'm DJ from Hour. They did the final set for an hour. But however it worked, it was only two 30-minute sets and one hour set. So that's two hours of DJs. And we evenly split, you feel me, that amount. So you feel me, do the math. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, two hours working, boy. I'm like, God damn. And that's when I really was like, this DJ shit crazy. And it's just like work with promoters. You feel me? And the crazy part, I actually tried to work that promoter again the next year. And then he tried some fuck shit. So that, that's when I was like, yeah, this DJ shit. He was hoeing you? Not even hoeing me. He was just on some like weird shit like yeah, just weird. I don't even want to get into it, but yeah, yeah. So, so V Live at nineteen was that your best experience as a DJ? I wouldn't say best, but one. What of my- What is your best experience as a DJ? Shit, man. I would say my best experience as a DJ, uh, probably. Man, I don't know. Maybe like Graymont or some shit. You feel me? Okay, so Graymont, for those that don't know, is was the house that niggas threw parties at from I don't know when. To like 2019 fall. Yeah, like some super authentic shit, though. You feel me? Like something like yeah. that. Um, was it know. some throw together shit or was one of them parties they planned out? I'm saying, I don't, I'm not going to. Because Graymont was one of them places where it was like, I could show up Friday through Sunday and it was going to be a party. Yeah, well, I Like it you. didn't matter if the niggas had planned it, if they had posted flyers. Shout niggas. out Josh. Yeah, I was just showing up at that bitch. I remember we used to, we had to sit on my face party. I don't think you was, you was in college yet, but that was my freshman year. We used to have parties <laughs> called Sit on My Face. Y'all. <laughs> at y'all had, wait, y'all had flyers that said Sit on My Face? Bro. Yeah, I'm going to send it to you so you could. You could okay. That was like the first DJC Rob Morehouse Association flyer. It was like Sit on My Face, and the bitches was in there for sure. I don't know how, you, I don't know how y'all got away with this, bro. Uh, Rose, you feel me? That was all of the part. That's a, bro, we was just doing shit, bro, like not even thinking about it. And that's how, you feel me, half of this shit happens. Like, niggas just be doing shit like Okay, so so sit on my face is gonna be your is gonna be the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I feel it though. I feel All it. right, so uh so grandma was your best. Um talk about that transition from DJing to finding your purpose. Damn, that's real. So all right, when I originally started DJing, um and why I started DJing, one, I just I love computers, technology, you feel me, like, you know, sound, like all that type of shit. So when I picked up DJing, um, it was just literally me being on a, being bored on the computer and downloading softwares. And me becoming a DJ was all about, you feel me, who I wanted to be and like you said, my purpose. Um, when I looked up, you feel, or when I look at the DJs who I, who inspire me, you feel me, it's, you know, of course I got people like Jess Blaze, you feel me? Okay. Uh, Kid Cam, you feel me? I, was, I, was, I, was, I meant to say Mike P, but Kid Cam, you feel me? My homies inspired me too, a DJ. Rico Valley, you feel me? Like, of course I got DJs that inspire me like that as far as technical DJs, but then you got to look at the other side of it, like academics. Okay. You feel me? Wait, academic? The nigga academics. Yeah, academics. He's not a, I don't, I've never seen him DJ, but I'm smart, but I, I, trust me, I'm going somewhere with this. You feel okay. me? So okay. this is just, I was going to say, rats is out here. 
Let's just Get use you ready. Let's use rac- academics for example. Like I really looked at him and I was inspired by. I still am inspired by academics because like you feel me. He really run the blog culture. You feel me in the, yeah. in, the in the online scene of the, of the quote unquote online DJs. You feel me. You look at all these old heads like Gilly. You feel me. Uh, Noriega. You feel me. You feel me? all them niggas. You know what I'm saying? They have their purpose in the industry, but it's like. Who was really doing that shit first? You feel me? Like who, who been on the who been on the blogs niggas. ten years ago? You yeah, I was watching an interview with uh Gerbo and he was like, nigga, he knew shit about Chicago. We was like, how nigga, does he know this? Nigga, shout us Zach TV. You feel me? Like them type niggas. Like yeah. that was like you feel me? That was really you know kind of my inspiration, kind of where or what inspired me to be a DJ. And really, uh, he I'm, I'm gonna find him and send him this. But Victor V, you feel me? He was a DJ growing up uh, when I was in Gary. Um, growing up as a child, he had like his own. She was it was the Victor V show. Victor Vincent was his name. Um, and he just, you feel me, was live. He used to have, like, you know, yeah, young celebrity. You know what I'm saying? Just growing up, like, damn. He was I on went, the radio? Yeah, like Power yeah, 92. Okay. He like, you know what I'm saying? Just like, damn, I want to do that one day. So when I want to be a DJ, I didn't want to just be a, you feel me, scratch and mix DJ. I want to, you feel me, actually break down into the, the real culture of this shit. So like you said, finding my purpose, I really have to, you know, break down and, and actually figure out everything that goes into it. You know, that's public speaking. You feel me? That's editing, you know. Camera production, you know what I'm saying? Audio, video production, yeah. all of that shit really go into it. And it's like, you feel me? We saw how important that was with Nick Cannon, you know, or, or last year when, you know, Viacom. When he lost Wild Now. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. When he lost Wild Now and, and Viacom was on his ass. And That's shit. all about ownership, bro. Yeah, and I was about to say, it's because he, you feel me? If you was doing that shit yourself from the start, you feel me? Like, because realistically, there's no reason Nick Cannon should have had to apologize. Because <laughs> he meant what the fuck he said. He me? said so what the fuck like, he meant. We got to know we, what, what, what we doing, you feel me? What our purpose is. And you feel me to achieve that goal, you know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. really what I'm on now, trying to build my brand more so of the original purpose. And that's kind of why I stopped DJing. But all right, know. so so uh, tell me a little bit about politicking and how you became, how they threw you the title of multimedia director. Yeah. Um. So politicking is an app dedicated to galvanizing the millennial vote. You feel okay. Me? That's like our official slogan, of course. Um, it was founded by Jordan Wilson and uh, Wynne Cooney Siant, uh, the two Howard grads. Um, I came on board in 2018. Uh, just really, they needed someone for, you know, quick things like flyers. Um, you know, that's always been like a little, you know, niche of mine. Like, you know, quick stuff like that. But really, um, how it happened is... Yeah, the sit-on-my-face flyer that was you too? <laughs> nah, <laughs> Jorgati made that hoe. <laughs> how it happened was... Uh, I'm trying to think. It was a really. It was like a cool video, and I think I uh, put it together from like you know just a little cut, cut, cut. You know, three part, make it thirty seconds for Instagram. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, let's start doing this more. And then when the pandemic hit, they start doing live uh, streaming more. So you feel me? We, you know, broke that down. We of course we we added like two more people to the team. We found an official guy to do flyers. Uh, shout out Christian and Prince. Uh, Prince is like our other social media director. Um, and then you feel me? We actually, you know, built the team. We had a social media team, but you know, like the pandemic hit and everybody. But you had were it. the social media team. Yeah, basically, it was just me for real, or me and a couple other people. Then we we grabbed another girl who specialized for Twitter. You know what I'm saying? So everybody had found their purpose type shit. So see, and they hit up everybody but me. That's what that was. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, nah. I'm not gonna lie. If you're interested in politics, it's a couple roles on the site for real right now. Okay, so um, the website link will be in the description. Yeah. And what kind of people are you looking for to fill these roles? I'm actually not sure right now what's on the site, but I know there is some roles. I think it's like a content role for real. You see, they just um, give it away. Nah, bro, it's like they a it's like a research role. Title. 
<laughs> it's a research or something. Bro, how I work, the, how, I work, the, how one of the directors don't know what's on the website? I work with videos <laughs> production. With so them. there's no pictures on the website, Mister Multimedia Director. Nah, that's the content. <laughs> I'm putting the content on there. I'm not. I'm not putting job descriptions. All right, though. So, but yeah, um, whatever it is, links in the description. No, for real, though, it's like a research position. Uh, I know what they do, but I don't know exactly what it's called. You feel me? Okay. Um, you'll probably be working with me or Winnie. You feel me? You don't find the information about candidates. Like Winnie is this Winnie. man's official name? No, nah, Win Cooney. I'm sorry. Okay. We I call was, it Winnie. Yeah. I was like, who is who is the official? Winnie? Okay. Yeah, nah, Win Cooney. But yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. If you're interested in politics, you can check out the site. If not, still download the app. You feel me? It's a, a all black owned app, I guess. You feel me? I know black owned has become popular in 2021. Okay. So black owned app. There we go. Um, they throwing out titles. Uh, <laughs> You might you hey you can just put director on whatever because you see you see how much the director knows about the website. That's beside the point. Uh, so what so what can what can be found on the on the politicking app? Do you know more about that? Yeah. Um. So I'll break it down. How the app actually works is you you make a voter card basically um, with your location. You know you just get on your smartphone, share your location, um, and it it'll tell you your polling site. It'll tell you who you can vote for when it's time to vote for them. And, you know, if we have that much information on a candidate, it'll break down their profile, what they stand for, you know, what they're about, you know. The, the so how do, y'all get, how do y'all get this information? Y'all just, y'all just go to they, they, they platform That's website? That's what our, our researchers do for real. Okay. Um, but most likely, yeah, if, if, if you're a serious candidate about your – if you're serious about your candidacy, you will have your platform on a website or somewhere, you know, that people can recirculate this information. If you're a serious candidate, you will be on politicking. If you for not, sure. get your team right. For sure, you yeah, know, for sure, because yeah. you need them votes. So, um – so I know you work with Sovereign Sounds. Can you tell me a little about what you do with them? Yeah, uh, Sovereign, I'm a content producer. Um, we've, we've almost been rocking out for a year now um, with the full production team. Um, it's something my boy Law put together for real. Law the Outlaw, shout out him, really the GOAT. Um, last year, I want to say, or so it's something we're not really talking about, but explicit content, I don't know if you remember that. Oh, yeah. You still, are you still doing episodes of explicit content? Explicit content will come back 2021, hopefully. I was going to um, say, if explicit content ain't coming back, C-Rob is officially going to be a recurring co-host on Couch Conversation. Sheesh. Hey, we, might, we can talk something out. Hey, yeah, we'll work on that off camera. But, but no, um, let me think. Explicit content was like the first of me, at, or not, not even explicit content, Hood Scholars. What's okay. what me and Law had at CAU? Um, okay, so I know about Hood Scholars. Uh, so y'all, so it was basically just y'all interviewing people. So talk about that. Talk about explicit content and just how yeah. how it got to you being at Sovereign Sounds. Yeah, for sure. Which, so. if you're in Atlanta, and you need anything media related, hit up Sovereign Sounds. Link in description. So uh, going back to you, feel me, Hood Scholars. We started, or you can sit back, brother. You look uncomfortable. I'm good. I don't want to fuck the mic up, brother. Brother, there. You see that long ass? You can just slide it to you. There you go. Damn, Mister, Mister. I like working with tech. Don't know how to work it's a not mic tech. stand. This is, this is grip. All right, all right. Don't look at me like that when you say the word grip, brother. <laughs> this nigga Dalvin is crazy. This brother mic, still ain't fully tipping. used the extension, dog. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. All right, we good now. Um, so we started. Or Law started Hood Scholars. He asked uh, me and Parker to be on it uh, just because he needed, like, you know, co-hosts, other people to bring in, people at the time. At the time, you feel me, that was my senior year. I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, I was just, you feel me, being a senior, enjoying my last days of school. So to be 100% honest, I wasn't really 
taking that as taking the opportunity we had. I didn't really realize until after, like, damn, we really had a whole segment at Clark. You know what I'm saying? Like, we'll, I'm not gonna say we'll never get that again, but it's like you feel me being a student. You know what I'm saying? Like, the school had to do yeah, shit for you, yeah, but like, now you gotta figure shit, shit out for yourself. yourself. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So it's like, boom, uh, we had hood scholars. Boom, pandemic hit in, in, in March. You feel me? <laughs> the first semester, I'm really, you know what I'm saying, in it, in it, in it to win it type shit. I'm like, damn. So it was like, all well, right. The pandemic um, hit help so goddamn hard in March, nigga. nigga. We went, it was like spring Boy. break week, Wednesday. Yep, it's not, we not going Bro, back. I, I'll never forget, I told my mom, I'm like, oh, we not going back to school, we not having graduation. She like, you're tripping. I'm like, all right, next day, Will called me, he like, Bro, fam, you just kicked us out of the dorms. <laughs> no, nah, dog, because I was like, out, oh. bro. I was I was in Miami. I was in Puerto Rico. A, fr- a freshman oh. came up. To, a freshman came up to me and was like, "Hey, bro, uh, I hear this pandemic's getting really bad. You th- well, not the it hadn't been announced the pandemic yet. I hear I hear that uh, Corona's getting really bad. You think Morales gonna send us home? I was like, nigga, Morales like our money too much. They ain't sending nobody home. Twenty four hours later, this nigga texts me. What was that shit you was talking? Nigga, was that's like, the thing. It was twenty four hours later. So you feel me? Um, pandemic hit. Boom. Uh, our space, all our, you know, all that shit was gone. What yeah. I did have was, I had like two episodes of explicit content out. I was like, fuck it, you feel me? We're gonna rock with this. Fuck it, we run. Uh, rock it out, you know, I'm learning shit on my own. And this, you know, introduction to me, you know, learning how to do all this shit on my own. Yeah. Um, and shout out to Isaac P, director Isaac P, the GOAT film culture. Shout out to them. Film culture. I just hit up Kev. He ain't text me back yet. Kev. Once again. Y'all boys gotta answer the phone because I want y'all on here. Yeah, niggas gotta start asking my dog, my dog, having phone calls. Exactly. So look, All right. Uh, pandemic hit is March. Um, we still, I'm doing my own thing with explicit content. We still trying to run hood scholars, but more so, I remember I was just helping Law with guests. Like he would slide me a guest for explicit content. I slide him. You know what I'm saying? We switching off yeah. like that. Um, so really, how it happened was this guy named DB. Uh, Deshaun Bennett. I don't know if you, you know, if you want to be mysterious, but DB is the hey, guy. Hey, DB, I talked to you, but you ain't. I mean, <laughs> DB was acting funny. No, that's what I'm saying. DB be trying to be mysterious someday. He, he feel me throwing a little RGB hat, think he future or some shit. I don't know, <laughs> but but like uh, DB, you feel me? He was just this guy. You feel me? Who went to Morehouse at, at this point? Um, graduated from Morehouse, I would say. Like like I said, he's this mysterious figure. Um, and then he was like, yeah, uh, or he told me, or Law told me, like, yeah, he let me use his basement. He got a studio in there. Oh, yeah, the technical owner of the Sovereign Basement is DB. Yeah, DB is the CEO of Sovereign Sounds for sure. So um, this was really like him being Suge Knight in that moment. He was like, y'all can use my basement for whatever, you know, recording y'all need. I'm like, damn. This, I, I had been to the studio one time, okay. and I always wondered, like, who the, who the fuck owns this? You feel me? Like, it's yeah, because here's nice how it is. So, so basically, anybody that goes to Sovereign Sounds, you you pull up and you you have no reason to see him unless he comes downstairs because you can enter through the garage through you have a door they have a ring they have everything so it's just like once you get in you just you just downstairs and you have no idea everything you need is down there so bathroom this, sink yeah. everything so this is the thing the, the garage door you should just be open like you used to walk in you feel me oh boy that was yeah that was, was that before the carpet because y'all got yeah, a grass oh yeah, carpet way now the carpet. that's what I'm saying we we didn't even have that was before the pro- I ain't gonna say what the production room, you feel me? Like, yeah, yeah the, the shit, the, yeah. but yeah. yeah, I ain't gonna say how that shit look, but yeah, just trust me. Like, DB put some real work in for the brand, and you feel me? I appreciate that for sure. For sure. Um, but you feel me? He let us use his space in March, um, and then you feel me? We were just building and thinking, like, you know, what's next? Like, cause and May I had officially graduated, so you feel me? Hood scholars were still some, but I remember Law 
was just trying to think what you know, like really what was next. Yeah. Um, and I remember I, I remember he said something. I remember I told him like, you feel me, we really just need some infrastructure for real. And then he had like this 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 uh, he had a really a template, but not really a template yet. Just like words and notes. And he's like, bro, I already had infrastructure written down. And it was the name of one of the shows that he wanted to do. Yeah. So you feel me? He put the whole play together. Shout out me? infrastructure. Go check out Tiny's episode right oh, now on shit. Sovereign Sounds. That shit is crazy. Yeah, um, bro. Shit. But uh, beside the point. So yeah, we started infrastructure was the first show that we had the idea for, and then um, it was another show like. That's the thing, bro. Like, Law will have all this shit in his head, and it won't make sense right then. But you feel me? Like, put it on some paper or, or let it draw out. That shit will make sense. That shit like, magical. He had me watching, like, shit on YouTube with the, the green screen and shit. Like, we got to learn how to do this, bro. We got, you feel me? Like, I'm like, all right, yeah. all right. You feel and me? And Law don't have no actual green screen. Law has big rolls of paper. That, <laughs> no, that's green screen that's, paper, though. That's what's That's green screen nigga, paper. That is, nigga, that is big construction paper. That's but whatever. <laughs> that's whatever you say, paper. it worked. Yeah, nah, for sure. But then, and that turned into Do You Remember the Time, which is the show with all the green screen motion graphics and shit like that. My episode of the Do You Remember the Time dropping end of the month. And then, um, you know, we got How My Name Is, which is like a more simplified show for anyone who come on and just speak about their talents or, you know, their experiences, stuff like that. And then uh, we got How My Name Is, Do You Remember the Time, Infrastructure. Infrastructure. And then I just started the new show. Oh, we, we, we tried a couple game shows. Um, we we about to re-rock some of those for the Oh yeah, y'all doing game shows? Can you talk about that or is that off limits? Uh I can tell you we're gonna re-rock them for the summer. Okay. Me. Okay, so I game shows coming this yeah, summer to Sovereign Sounds. You heard it here. Yeah, so um well we, we tried games. We had charades in the past. Oh you had charades. Yeah. How'd that go? How'd that how so so what are the type of people that you were getting for this? You was getting rappers, you was just getting your yeah, homies. We was getting like, you know, uh rappers and a manager. Or you feel me, two homies, you know what I'm saying? Like two sisters, the line sisters, you know what I'm saying? We These niggas like was that. doing newlywed show. What the fuck they were doing, man? So <laughs> what, what's his favorite thing to eat in the morning when he wake up? Head ass. What's out the bed? Does he like to sleep on <laughs> Nah, that's hey, that's not I ain't gonna lie, you're not too far off. <laughs> exactly, bro, cause it's like it's it's just you've never seen it with people like that before, so I feel like that shit would go. Yeah. And you know they could always invite me over there, but you know the sovereign basement. <laughs> so uh, no, nah, so you feel me? Uh, then I just what I recently did with Sovereigns, we started the news show. That's like my oh, first yeah. time. Oh yeah, Sovereign like, Society. Chris Robinson is one of the best news anchors out. I need that camo Sovereign Sounds hoodie, but oh, yeah. yeah, Sovereign Society. So, go watch that new merch coming. Um, sovereign Society. Those episodes dropping weekly. It's just really. Millennial-based news, you feel me? You know, reporting that news, you know. Yeah, man. The new shit for 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 our niggas who want to keep up with the news, but you know, it's only five-minute segments. If you don't, yeah. if you say you don't have five minutes, you're lying. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Uh, and then that's a way for all of you guys to kind of see the different people who are involved in sovereign, see the different people, you know, as as, as host. Okay. Um, but yeah, and then you know we do like you said, other productions. We got you know production team we do music videos. Um, you know, all tap in. Literally, if you're an artist and you're not tapped in with Sarvin, you tweaking. Yeah, so. All right, so last but certainly not least, I know you're from Gary, Indiana, and you have you've done the work. You've lost a drone. You've you've put in a lot of effort into creating Looted, the documentary coming soon. So talk to me about Looted. Uh, yeah, Looted, the documentary. Man, it's crazy because when I started it, um. I had always had like goals of doing a documentary. 
Uh, just I was a journalism student at Morehouse. Okay. So wait, wait. What was your official major? Because journalism ain't yeah, a major. English, at English is a major. Okay, so journalism, there we go. Journalism. English major, journalism minor. Yeah. Journalism minor. Shout out Ron Thomas, uh, Mickey Harris. Yeah. Shout out D. Ron, the only one, uh, you know, the only one with a cul-de-sac in twenty twenty-one. And Cherry. Cherry oh, cut his boy. shit. I'm, I'm so, I was so happy Cherry cut his Cherry shit, cut but his shit, but he looked like Ja Rule now. <laughs> I'll put the I'll put the side by side of Cherry and Ja Rule right this nigga crazy. here. All right, but yeah, but yeah looted. Um, so you feel me? Like as far as like my journalistic or journalism aspirations, um, you feel me? I, I liked you know the storytelling aspect of it, and when the, this is another thing, when the pandemic hit, I had just graduated, wasn't really doing too much um, besides explicit content. You know, helping. You know, I was working with an artist at the time. You know, just you know, what I'm saying, just Ma- maintaining. Shit. Yeah, you feel yeah. me? Making it. And I was like, I went home to Gary for a weekend. I was like, damn, bro. Like, okay, this is really what it was. We got Broadway. I remember okay. I was on Broadway, like street Broadway. And I'm like, LA got a Broadway. New York got a Broadway. Why is our shit so fucked up? So you feel me thinking about that? I'm like, damn, let me, or not do no research. I, you know, I knew a little bit about Gary, but I started to do, you know, basic research. It's like talking to people, you feel me, getting these quote unquote stories about the city. And I was like, okay, this is something that can be a, a story that can be told. Um, that being said, you feel me, I thought about, you know, all the stuff I learned in school, what's next, you know, getting comfortable with people to tell the story. So I started just going to people's homes, uh, you know, talking to them, like, hey, I got this idea, I want to make a He was mid-pandemic, just yeah. walking up in niggas' crib. Like, that's the, that's the crazy part, because, no, this is May, so this oh, is when people, like, is the pandemic real, you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, this is people chilling out, black people aren't giving a shit. This, but. Yeah, this is not like August yet, when people, like. I knew my cousin died. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, because yeah. you know, for black people, it was weird. Black people, uh, the corona came in waves. It went from black yeah. people can't get it to. Uh, that was crazy. What's his name? Got it. Uh, I had that. Donovan Mitchell had it. <laughs> yeah. When Donovan Mitchell no, he, got it, it got he, real. He, he, niggas he got can get mindset. it. <laughs> they was like, real niggas got it, boy. Nigga got on the mic and. Uh, Rudy Gobert still oh, wild as shit that for was, that, 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 that touching Rudy. all them damn mics, boy. That was Rudy Gobert. I'm tripping. Um. Oh, I ain't. I don't really know NBA players like that. Fuck them niggas. Uh, yeah, forgot them niggas. But yeah, but yeah Gary Indiana. He um, was I'm, in niggas' I'm in, cribs in May. I'm in niggas' cribs, bro. Just talking about the story, and it's really what it was. Um, this guy who was a former councilman, he told me like he had, he had told me so much, and then he's like, you know what? I don't want to be featured no more. And I was like, oh yeah, I gotta keep going with this shit because you feel me? Niggas trying to hide shit. Yeah, like this is some real shit. So you know, I end up finding about what happened in 2001 when Donald Trump came to Gary. He stole three million dollars. I ended up finding out about Bill Cosby donating $15,000 to Gary one time, uh, you know, James Brown performing in my old high school. You know what I'm saying? I found out so much shit for real. And it's just like, damn. Um, so what we did, you feel me, we put all that into a 38-minute story. Um, and where I'm at with it right now and where I've been for, the, this is April, for like the past month and a half, really, is just actually getting a story out there. So, you know, meeting with other filmmakers who have had their full pieces discovered or, you know, not discovered it, but put on the market and stuff yeah. like that. Um, and it will be available on Amazon Prime for sure. But like I said, it's just, I think, honestly, you feel me, I'll spend the rest of the year just, you know, being an independent filmmaker and, you know, having my film is, is strictly my film before I, you know, choose to give sell it. Give it away. Not, not even give it away. Because if I, if I really, and this, you feel me, just like, I just don't, you know, I just, you know, I, I want to sell myself short right now. Yeah. You feel me? So, and I feel like, you know, what I've learned so far. Like I said, I really didn't know much when I started this. And what I learned so far, I feel like, you feel me? I'm going to just, you know, keep doing what I'm doing. But like I said, if you are interested in seeing the film, um, I will be sharing a date for the premiere shortly. I'm waiting to get my vaccine. So, you feel me? Right, Everybody sure. know I'm safe. Um, 
All right, yeah. so looted documentary. Uh, what's what's next? Man, what's next? That's what Drake say. We about to see what's next. <laughs> we about to see what's next. I mean, you feel me? Keep elevating the brand. Um, I've actually worked on some other documentaries. Shout out to the Clyde family, uh, okay. Clyde Films. Um, worked on a documentary with them, which will probably come out maybe later this year or early next year. Can you tell us the name of that so we know what to look for? I actually can't. Feel me? They got NDAs on this. But you feel me? That's how. You All know. right. Yeah, we get it. Next up. Yeah. But um, you feel me? Just keep working and collabing with other brands, other partners. Um, looking for some more collabs with Sovereign, for real. Um, yeah, just keep elevating for real. Okay, so with that, we thank you, and I'd like to send you out like we send everybody out on a clap. Appreciate you for having me, my dog. All right, that's Turbo C Rob on all platforms. Links will be in the description.